Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I, I cannot explain to you how excited I am to have this conversation just from the combination of this movie's incredible. We'll start with that. Mm-hmm. Destroy All Thank Neighbors <laughs> is a fantastic kickoff to the 2024 horror season in my mind. Um, and I have a lot of questions about that, but I also, yeah, uh, on top of doing a horror movie podcast, I do a bunch of music podcasts and- okay. You have this incredible career as a music video director as well that I would love to dive into. This movie so much about music. I, I yeah, feel like man. we've got a million directions. To <laughs> let's do it. Let's uh, let's do everything everywhere all at once. Yes, that that's my, oh, my wait, plan. <laughs> well, I want to I want to start with talking about the look and the feel of this movie. I want to try to discuss this movie without discussing too much of this movie. Because mm-hmm. you have so many fun twister turns. I don't want to spoil them for the people for listening, sure. but I want to convince people to check it out. And, yeah. you know, you cast Alex Winter in this movie looking almost nothing like Alex Winter throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. And and the vibe and the humor made me have to start with how big of a fan of the movie Freaked are you? Oh, massive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would sh- I would show off my Freaked shirt, but I, but I, I, I wore it out. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yesterday um i love yeah i love freaked i mean that was one of the big that was one of the big reasons why we reached out to alex like um you know jonah had a an office uh, like a across an alleyway from from alex's office and so as we were sort of like you know working on the script we would just like we just would kind of fantasize like you know who really gets this you know who really would understand this is alex winter like man if only maybe if you would just read it and give us some notes or something like we just we just wanted to like have him wave his hand over the script or something you know just like to get some of that freaked mojo and then lo and behold you know i think it was during the during the pandemic where jonah was 
just like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to ask him <laughs> to read yeah. it. Well, and, and yeah, I mean, you have that energy. It, the way I was explaining it to a lot of people was like, think of movies like Freaked and Dead Alive, but inject it with like a, a incredible prog rock soundtrack from Man Man and like, uh-huh. <laughs> like all this, like it's, it's almost like this giant blender of all these things that, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, as someone who does a horror podcast and you go to like these horror conventions, you very quickly learn that there's like these Venn diagrams of things that just like yeah. intersect with horror fans. And it's like wrestling, heavy metal music. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, and and you've kind of created like the ultimate center of that Venn diagram. <laughs> like you capture oh, like, Thanks that perfect blending of all of those shared interests that fans have um, was, I mean, I mentioned, I name dropped dead alive as well. I feel like yeah, that's the the top of the mountain, but obviously just like the splat stick genre yeah. of the early nineties was a huge influence on this. I mean, it's so funny because people keep talking about it being a throwback and stuff, but like, to me, it's just like, those are just like, that's kind of all I watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like definitely, you know, uh, to a deficit to the, my health and mental health, and whatever. Like, but that's just those are the kind of movies that I love, um, and that was that's always been kind of the 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 north star that I've been aiming towards. Is like, you know, I mean, Fre- Freak to me is sort of the gold standard of like, it's so creative, it's so gross, it's so you know. I keep bringing up Mad Magazine, like it just reminds me of. Or, or garbage pail kids, the sort of forbidden. When I was a kid, I would just see this stuff and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh! Like I can't. I gotta hide this from my mom." Um, well, Freaks has that uh, weird yeah. thing where, like, I think everyone has this shared experience of no one had heard of this movie, and then you got like your free week of cable, and it just happened to be on Cinemax yeah. or Showtime or whatever. And then exactly. you like tape it on VHS and show it to every friend and be like, you have to watch <laughs> yeah. this movie. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be the streaming version of that. I think that this is going to be oh, one of those man. movies where I think it's going to do you know really well Friday when it comes out. But then mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one of those situations where it just like doesn't die. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. tons of movies that are popular that first weekend. Everyone uh-huh. tunes in to watch it. And then like it kind of, they move on, but I I really think this is going to be a movie oh, that man, people thanks. keep wanting to show their friends and be like, you have to see this movie. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, you're 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 quite perceptive. You should go. You should you should become a psychic medium and uh, solve crimes because <laughs> you just. I mean, you get it. You're getting it 100. percent Like, I mean, you talk about that Venn diagram like that. Like I'm right in the center of you know. It's like I love horror. I love comedy um i love practical effects like i love you know all all those things and and what was great about like working with jonah and alex as well is like you know they come from they they have a lot of pull in the comedy world as well so it's like you know and i and i just i i knew that if like if 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 i if i could bring in my bench of you know comedian friends you know into a movie a shutter movie where they just haven't really had it I mean, at least to my knowledge, like, they, you know, they I, have I haven't, I haven't, like this. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that world come in. Oh, and then obviously, then obviously like the music world too. Yeah. So it was like, you know, in, in, in many ways it was like calculated, but it's also like the, it's you just know, what you like making, though. Yeah. <laughs> when, so, when, yeah you when you like you just know, happens to add into the equation, it's great. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I love about the you know the whole idea of exploitation movies is it part of it is just like all right like what do you got what do you got around you yeah <laughs> you know? well that's oh, we got a giant T Rex like all right let's make a movie <laughs> yeah well it's kind of why I I've always made the argument that while he's not my favorite director of all time I'll always argue that John Carpenter is the greatest director of all time because I don't think that John Carpenter has ever made a movie that John Carpenter didn't want to watch. You know what I mean? Like all of this stuff is so pulled from like, this is the movie I want to watch and hopefully other people also want to watch it. And I think that that's the best way to make movies is to have Mm -hmm. the fearlessness to just make the thing that you want to watch. Something that I thought was really funny with this movie is I am not, I'm definitely like the classic geeky cinephile that's like, I want to see it in a theater or I want to yeah. own the Blu-ray, like watching it on streaming is kind mm-hmm. of a, it's, if that's the only place it's available, it's the only place it's available. And right. I really struggle with watching something on my laptop. Like if I'm going to stream yeah. it, I want to stream it on TV. I didn't have the capability to do that with the screener. And there's a mm-hmm. scene in this movie where there may or may not be a talking skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a there was a, a moment where I thought, shit, like the sink is off on uh-huh. my thing. And then I was like, oh, no, they're making a very smart joke about <laughs> these 80s movies. Like when you right. have Return of the Living Dead and there's like the, the zombie woman yeah. talking and the sink is like nowhere. It's just someone's <laughs> just doing this and putting yeah. the words in later. I was like, this is so funny. Like that became Ultimately, any time that that skeleton spoke, I was like, this is the best part in the movie. It's so in the know of like these 80s do-it-yourself yeah. movies. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm shocked at how like awesome the puppet came out. Like, oh, it looks when we, great. It looks, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I mean, that's all Gabe Bartolos. But like when we were, because we, we were talking through like, oh, how is Eleanor going to be represented? Like, you know, is it going to be an actress like with, you know, like looking charred? And I had, you know, obviously I'm a huge Return of the Living Dead fan too. So there's just a big part of me that was like, what if it's just a skeleton, guys? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, just just go get a skeleton from the, you know, Halloween store. And then sure enough, like Gabe was like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it right. And he just totally, you know, did it up and then had the animatronics. And like, for a lot of the shots, I got to like do the eyebrow acting. It um, looks so much better than any <laughs> actor in makeup would ever look. Like it, it really, yeah. truly does. I think the joke works better. It, it's yeah, it's such a fun movie. I do want to talk about the music a little bit here because obviously Please I'm do, I'm yeah. from Philly, so I'm from the home of Man Man. Okay. Uh, yeah. So when I when I saw that association, I got really excited. Um, and again, I'm I'm texting my co-hosts of this podcast as I'm watching this screener, being like, "Dude, Friday, <laughs> Friday, January twelfth, you guys have to watch this movie." And one of my one of my pitches was I'm pretty sure John Daly is playing Les Claypool in this movie. (laughs) Like like it's like the the pull of that, like very unique prog metal, like almost power metal to a certain extent. And I guess that also ties in again with like Alex Winter, because it, Mm -hmm. you know, like the music that Jonah's character is creating throughout this movie feels very much like the next evolution, like what the 2024 version of what like Wild Stallions was trying to do in the Bill and Ted movies. <laughs> right. Like it's yeah. it's just like how much further can you push this crazy guitar rock music? Uh, it, right. It's so it, it it works so well. Where did you land on? How did you land on Man Man being the people that you wanted to work with on this? 
Um, I've, I've, I've known Ryan for a long time, you know, like just, I, I just have this, I've just, he's just one of those guys that like, I just have had an, an affinity for, like, you know, I, I don't know him. I didn't know him super, super well, but it was like, every time we'd see each other, we'd hug and we'd like, we'd just talk about crazy movies and crazy whatever. And so early, early on the, at the first iteration of the script, it was like with me and my, my buddy, Charlie, we were, you know, again, we were like assessing what do we have to play with? And it's like, okay, like he had, you know, he had worked with Gabe Bartolo. So like, maybe we could talk to Gabe. And then it was like, Ryan, I was like, you know, I just, I love the texture of, you know, the very Tom Waitsy stuff. And th that, that was initially the beginning of it. it was just like, you know, I just love all the stuff in the hallway where it's like, you know, yeah. um, and and I asked him early on, I sent him an email or something like, hey, if I ever get this movie made, would you want to do the music? And he's like, yeah, sure. Um, and then, you know, fast forward 10 years and, uh, you know, he had I had to hold him to it. But um, but then, you know, him, him and uh, Brett Morris, who also did the music, like, I don't know how they did it. I I, I feel like it's the movie is like 90 percent has some form of music in it. Yeah, um, it's a lot. It, whether it's whether it's yeah. is music, whether it's Vlad's like over the top Russian techno music, or just yeah. general score, like there's never not music happening in the background yeah. of this movie. <laughs> right. Um, which I I just, I might just be dumb. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's like you're watching a scene. And you're like, oh, there's that should be sad. You have sad music. Like, yeah, we can do that. Okay, good. You know. Um. But I don't know. Yeah, it was it was really important to me to 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 have that texture and that that vibe. And then, I mean, what's funny too is it's like I was like, "Hey, man, do you know, you know, do you know Prague?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, of course I do." You know. Yeah. And uh, and for, there's like a big finale where there's a lot of music, and and I had um, I had sort of like laid like mapped out like, okay, there needs to be this kind of moment. There needs to be this moment. There needs to be a moment where it's, you know, very Jethro Tull out in the woods like you know we need this other moment where they're just really funky or what's funny is like i had said like you know we need a moment that's like goblin like the band goblin yeah um and, and he took that to mean like the lyrics are about a goblin <laughs> <laughs> he's, so he's not Jonas seen a lot like, of argento I'm movies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well I, yeah i was kind of thinking more like uh the superior or something but that's fine you know <laughs> That's uh, so funny. And but I, I want to talk about your music video making as well for a little yeah. bit because this movie is so immersed in in Prague and metal mm -hmm. and and it's clear you have a love for that. But also yeah. I've watched a lot of your music videos because you did some videos for some pretty big songs that I don't yeah. think really fall into the Prague metal category <laughs> in any no, way. No. But but like you can't make a video as <laughs> unique and interesting as like uh mtko classic yeah. and not have a love for that song and how catchy that right. song is and that love of pop music which right. weirdly in a lot of ways i feel like Prague is the antithesis of pop music in every oh totally possible yeah. way but like <laughs> i'm someone who can listen to both but that's very rare 
right <laughs> yeah <laughs> usually if someone's in the prog they're not going to be listening to Carly Rae Jepsen also. Right. Like <laughs> right. Their ears are permanently stretched. It's like when you have like a, a ear gauge, ear hole or whatever, like yeah. your ears are just too stretched out. Like it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the headphones don't fit over anymore. Yeah. They're too full of solos and the uh, keyboard and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, that was always, that was always part of the plan was like, you know, when I was in film school, I, I, you know, it's like, I wanted to be making movies, but it's like, you know, how do I go from way down here to up there? Like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. But then I, then I saw folks like Spike Jones and Michelle Gondry and those, you know, I mean, <laughs> these titans. But at the time yeah. I was like, oh, I could do that. You know, but it's like, I could, I could make a skate video with my friends. And then, oh, I could, you know, I could do a music video for these guys that I know. And, um, so that was that was that was sort of the trajectory of the whole thing and i feel like um because because i had to like flex so many different muscles and and do different styles like oh this is you know more of a teeny bopper thing oh this is more romantic oh this is more scary like i feel like i was able to really uh stretch and and i don't know this work out, you know, pull all the tools out of the toolbox. So then when it's time to make a movie, it's like, oh yeah, well, I know how to do this. Like, oh, I can, you know, um, so that, 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 that's, that's what I'm excited about too, is that like, I've been making stuff forever. I just don't, you know, not a lot of, not a lot of people have seen it or, or they have seen it, but they didn't know that I made it. And so yeah. I feel like this is a movie where it's both. It's like, if you if you didn't know who I am, I hope that you watch it and go like, "Holy shit! Like what? Yeah, <laughs> where'd this fully well, formed, air quotes, fully formed director come from?" Well, it's like, also kind of one of those things where, I mean, unfortunately, like you're you're having to do music videos after where it's almost a lost art form. Like growing yeah. up in like the late '80s, early '90s with MTV, you were seeing some of the most unique short oh, films yeah. I've ever seen in my life were music videos. Like oh, those totally. yeah. those 90s grunge videos are are literally what now if you go to Fantastic Fest feels like the short that plays before the main feature. You know what I mean? True, like it's yeah. kind of yeah. it was it was a really unique way for a filmmaker to make a short film that a much larger audience would see than if they had just made a regular short oh, film. Totally yeah. And yeah. and now that like pipeline is now just that's that video will only be seen if it's popular enough that people are looking it up on whatever right. other site. There's not like right. a, a channel where it's playing 20 times a day anymore. But you've made right. some heavy hitter song. I mean, one oh, of your yeah. first ones is Love Song from Sarah Bareilles. Like that's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good one to come out the gate with. Yeah. I mean, I, I had probably done like four or five. It's difficult to count, but like. I done a handful of like smaller, like five thousand dollar budget videos. Yeah. Um, and which, which then you know, I was lucky enough to sort of uh, attract this this woman who was a music video rep. She used to rep Joseph Kahn, and she saw something in me, and and that was yeah, that was the first big <laughs> fish we snagged, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It was it it really helped, and it was. A ton of fun and it is still like the one the one that i like if i'm at a party and somebody's like what do you do i'm like you know i hum a few bars of love song yeah. and they go oh yeah. you familiar with this song yeah this guy <laughs> you ever been to a bed <laughs> bath and beyond yeah <laughs> uh, so, so a question i love to ask any creator though is 
do you remember what was like the movie or TV show or heck even music video that kind of put it on your radar that this may be a career you would like to pursue one day? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the one that, I think the one that like just really blew my mind was UHF. Yeah. Um, and Which boys, there are a lot of UHF because, in this movie too. <laughs> yeah, and we like Weird Al came to our premiere, which is insane. Yeah, because um, Jonah knows him or whatever. Um, I guess, or he just he just heard through the <laughs> the psychic vibes that I was sending out. But yeah, I mean, to me, like UHF, like that sort of is like the the Rosetta Stone of 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 me. Like seeing again, it's like you know. I can't make Oppen. Maybe I could make Oppenheimer one day. Maybe I could make Oppen. But like, could I make uh, Conan the the librarian? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. could do that. Um, you know, I think and just, sometimes all of it, us are chasing that. Like, because that's yeah. a movie. That's a movie that I've watched a million times. And every year with the podcast network that I run, we do a twenty four hour charity stream for Big Brothers Big Sisters. It's a oh yeah, it's a program that's really important to me. And every single year we're like, this is our UHF for a day. Like this is like yeah. <laughs> getting all of the hosts of these 20 different podcasts who are all like funny and they're filmmakers or they're musicians and just saying like, yeah, film a 20 minute segment and send it to me and I'll play it. It doesn't matter how weird it is or how like right. avant-garde it is. And it, but there is something in it where it's like Weird Al made this movie about a guy doing whatever he wanted with a TV beast and i think every single creative person from that point on thought man what would i do if i could program my own tv station oh, yeah. or like oh, totally. what would i do yeah. if i could just make anything that my heart desired <laughs> <laughs> or even just like the the low budget tricks he did like you know like i remember like getting a video like when he he does the indiana jones like head turn where his head goes all the way around <laughs> like i immediately had to get it like go borrow my friend's video camera and like do, make like like, can we do that? Can we make that? You know, <laughs> um, but I mean, with, with with that movie, like what I love about his his stuff, you know, that one in particular is just like it's so unpretentious. Like it's so like it just feels like a movie that invites you to come play. And yeah, I think it's all, all the all those movies that I love, like Evil Dead Two, had that feeling to me of like you could sort of you could see the filmmaking within it, and it in it. But it's not in a way that's trying to like be too cool for school. It's like, hey, did you know you can do this? You can just run through the forest with a camera. Isn't that awesome? I you know. I truly believe that watching people have fun making a thing makes a thing more fun. And like yeah. as a person who like loves like 90s teen flicks, it's like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that like Can't Hardly Wait or or Empire Records are like the greatest, most well-crafted scripts or films in the world. But you watch yeah. those movies and you're like, it is undeniable how much fun every single person on this production is having. And it becomes oh, totally. infectious through the screen. And I, yeah. to bring it back to Destroy All Neighbors, I feel that. Like you watch Destroy All uh, Neighbors yeah. and you're like, there is no chance in hell that this wasn't the most fun for everybody <laughs> doing yeah. it. Like, it, like you, like, you know, you even have like Thomas Lennon in there that like just has he just looks like he's had more fun doing the whatever amount of days <laughs> yeah. it took for his scenes yeah. than like yeah. anything he's done in the last like 10 years. Like there's just yeah. this joy that's exuding out of all of these people. Oh, yeah. And you've created a movie where like, you know, you've got a guy who's killing people 
and you're still kind of just like, man, I hope he gets away with this because he's so <laughs> right. lovable. He's so yeah. likable. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. I remember like early drafts of the scripts and people saw it and they were like, oh, this character's not very likable. And I, I just always remember like Al Alexander Payne talks about that about how like he's like a lot of likability is just in the casting, you know, like yeah, like Matthew Broderick in Election, like you know is kind of a piece of shit like or he is a piece of shit but yeah it's matthew broderick you know and you you want to go on the right along you know on that ride and similarly like i mean jonah's character is pretty you know despicable in so many ways but it's like at least from i mean i see myself in that character you know probably more than i should admit but like you know i i i yeah he's just he's such a sweet guy and i feel like you want to go on that ride with him i don't know it just feels like it's like a curb your enthusiasm episode gone crazy yeah no 100 percent. It, it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun i would say another movie that uh if i'm trying to throw similar vibes out to convince an yeah. audience to check it out uh without being anything like this movie it gives me a lot of gremlins to the new batch energy of okay, just yeah. like like let's just you know, like, I love the story behind that of, like, the studio wanted the sequel so bad that Joe Dante yeah. was able to work out a deal where it's like, I get to do whatever I want and you can't tell me no. And, like, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of the feeling that I get watching <laughs> Destroy All Neighbors is, like, it doesn't feel like anyone was was telling you you couldn't do something with it. Yeah. And it's no. great. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, Shudder Shutter is so amazing in that way. Like, we, I mean, I think... I. I think having Alex and Jonah, you know, I, on just, I think it gave them so much confidence uh, that like, okay, these guys are going to, these guys are going to turn in a good movie. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, to their credit, they were just like, you know, I mean, I'm sure that like we, we went, you know, we went through the budget with a fine tooth comb and whatever, but like, you know, they didn't, there were basically no notes. I mean, there were a few notes at the end, like, Hey, this, you know, whatever maybe paste this scene up or whatever, but like they, to yeah. I mean, to me, what they're doing is, is not dissimilar from like, I don't know, like the golden age of like Roger Corman movies, or I don't know, like just the best aspects of, of exploitation movies of just like, I don't know, just crank it out, kid. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, when I was done this movie, I, I decided that you're the person I most want to direct the movie I've dreamed of existing since I was a kid, which was the Zombies Ate My Neighbors movie. Like my oh, yeah. favorite <laughs> video game of all time. And I'm like, this is the energy. This is the energy. Oh, this is thanks. the the way that someone should take that property and do something with it. Um, And yeah. obviously the name helps. I was like, destroy all neighbors, <laughs> zombie ate my neighbors. Like, let's do this. Right, let's get yeah. Josh. Let's get Josh in the director's seat to make that happen. Yeah. Um, but assuming that that's not as easy to get in touch with Lucas Arts and and get the okay for that, <laughs> right. what is next yeah. on the horizon uh, for you? And where can listeners go to to keep tabs on on what you're up to? Uh, right. Post this well, movie? you can always. I I I jumped off of Twitter. I just I exploded my Twitter because I just yeah. yeah. It's like I can't, um, but I but I am on Instagram as uh, as best Josh Forbes um, because there there are many others, but you know I'm the best. Um, <laughs> or you know you can check out just my website joshforbes.com. But um, you know I, I have I have a documentary that I've been working on almost as long as the Neighbors movie. Um, it's a doc about Gallagher, the comedian. Okay. Um, 
and so I've been I had I followed him around for years, you know, all the way leading up to his his passing. And um, so we have a movie that's that's pretty insane, pretty pretty amazing. So that's in the pipeline. And then I don't know. I mean, I have I have a bunch of other scripts that are like kind of in a similar genre. I have well, there's a script called Sewer Babies that I'd like to do. <laughs> Sounds like a trauma um, trauma purchase right there to me. Yeah, I mean it's basically <laughs> it's like Gremlin, you know, it's like Gremlins too, uh, on a college campus basically. Love that. Like over over spring break, you know, these this this group of students has to survive the yeah, the night. Ghoulies three, the ghoulies go to college. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but watchable, um, so, I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. But that's the thing, because I mean, I have a bunch of other scripts, too, that are more serious or more whatever. But like, I, I want to keep writing this like I, I, I feel like I've, I've had a good stride with this, this feel. And it's also after the screen we had the other night, it's like I'm like, why would anyone ever want to make a sad movie like this is yeah. so fun because <laughs> the whole time everybody's just laughing and, you know, screaming and whatever. And it's like, yeah, I just want to I, I want to chase that dragon forever you know well well you've definitely got a uh, a newfound super fan in me after oh, watching man, this thanks. so i'm i'm ready for whatever comes next and i'm sure all the listeners of horror movie night will be as well so it's on shutter right now go check it out go watch it yeah and uh you know follow the best josh <laughs> forbes and <laughs> best josh forbes, yeah and and let him know how much he loved it thank you so much for joining oh. us josh thanks man thanks man You're listening to the Geekscape Network.